Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to I Want to Be Real podcast. Today's podcast is entitled, You Won't Miss What's Yours. You won't miss what's yours. And you may need to say that to you several times throughout the day, throughout your journey in life. I am learning that I find a lot of peace in those words because I truly believe that God is the author and the finisher of this entire thing that I call my life and that you call your life. And sometimes the enemy would make you feel like you have lost your place or you're behind schedule or, you know, he'll, he'll, there's so many different ways. And you can even talk to your own self in a way that make you feel as if, um, you are not where you need to be, but I'm here to serve as a reminder that, um, God has this whole thing in his hands, including your life. And so, um, so that is the, the, the topic for, uh, today's podcast. So this is the last week of 2023. Um, it's a bittersweet, <laughs> uh, kind of a moment. Um, I'm also excited because, uh, this is the, the 200th, um, episode, uh, podcast that we're actually recording. So I'm excited about that. And just to think that there were moments and there were times when I didn't think that this would even be a thing or that, um, that I could do it. And so, um, I'm so grateful to God that he sees way ahead of my life than I do for me. I'm also grateful for those of you who constantly tune in um, and send me text messages, emails, and all these different things. Also leave messages on the, um, on the podcast itself, you know, saying how it has been a blessing to you. So I am so, 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 so grateful that you take the time to even listen to anything that I share and that God gives me. And I do hope that um, I will continue to be a blessing to you and to your life and to your ears. And so, um, so for that, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. I, <laughs> I'm extremely grateful. And um, God is so amazing. Everything about um, him reminds me of why my yes still remains and why it's, uh, it's consistent even when sometimes I may not feel like it or sometimes I may be afraid of it or sometimes I just may feel like I don't have what it takes. But he consistently reminds me that he's placed so much on the inside of me more than I could even imagine or even think. And so this this topic um I really wanted to record it on last week, but I, I had so much work going on last week that I, I didn't get a chance to record. And I knew that the last uh, recording of the 2023, I knew that I wanted it to be um, something that would be rememberable um, and something that would cause you to want to be excited about 2024. Now, if you're doing vision boards, if you're writing things out and all this, and, you know, you're making New Year's resolutions and all these good things. Listen, I'm not knocking anybody who's doing what they feel would benefit them or would help them along the way. I'm just saying that 
I'm learning that I've got to start every day as if one is my last day, but then two, that there's purpose in the day that he's given. And so this week that I am having the opportunity to record, it may be a, a longer than than what I normally do. I just hope that you guys listen. <laughs> I'm gonna do whatever the Lord say do. Um, I just, I'm just grateful. I really am. This week I did. I had so many plans set for myself this week. Um, one of the plans was to really get my garage in a space that um, I was moving things out to give to Goodwill and all of these different things. I ain't even touched <laughs> none of the stuff and I do not feel bad about it. And I'm going to tell you why I did not realize one, how tired I was. Um, Cause sometimes you can push yourself in elements to show up and don't get me wrong. That's okay to do sometimes, but oftentimes it's at the cost of your body. You're not maybe sleeping as much as you should and you're not resting the way that you should. So what I did was I turned my phone off. Um, I did. I turned my phone off and it's hard for me to do that sometimes because I'm like, okay, well, what if somebody needs me? What if, you know, and that, that's the thing. <laughs> um, it's okay. It's okay to, to give for you, to give to you, to make sure that you're in a good space to be able to mentally, um, be what people need when they need it. But how is it that you can be that for everybody else, but lack to be that for you? And then I also started to reading a glimpse of a book. Um, and it talks about discipline and, and making sure that you allow your life to be a priority as well. And I, I sometimes forget to do that um, because you want to make sure everybody else is good. But again, it's oftentimes at the expense of you. And so I did not want to do that. I didn't want to, um, whenever I felt like taking a nap, I took it. I, <laughs> um, but then I realized in taking naps, I understand why I don't, because it's hard to go to sleep at night when you've taken a nap or maybe you slept a little, maybe I slept a little longer than what I was supposed to. Anyway, I have been enjoying my time. I really have. And, um, and I'm so grateful but what made me um, come up with this particular title and this moment um, of this podcast is I need you to be reminded that what God has for you, you cannot, you can't miss it. The only way that you'll miss it, um, because, you know, when the scripture talks about all things work together for your good, that means that even if I'm in a bad spot, in a bad relationship and have bad connections with people or on the wrong job, somehow or another, if I stay in alignment to who God is in my life, then he has the ability to pull me out of dark situations, out of bad situations and put me on the path that I need to be on. The goal is to make sure that my life is aligning to what it is that he's saying so that I can not only go in the direction that I need to go, but that, so that I may be able to hear him clear enough to know which way I'm supposed to go. And so <clears throat> I'm learning and I'm understanding all of the more that, that, that I, I can't miss what God has for me. That means that if you're in a relationship with somebody 
and somehow or another it goes away it something happens to it or whatever and you find yourself fighting for something and you're the only one fighting you know at some point in your life you start to realize you know what I'm fighting for something that maybe God never intended for me to have or maybe I'm trying to connect myself or lock myself up to something that maybe God is trying to give me an 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 inkling to know okay this ain't it I got better for you it could be something that's on your job that's making you feel like okay there's got to be more to this and it could be God putting that pressure on you to say or for you to go into a different uh, uh, area or if something that he's been pressing on your heart to do that you've been reluctant to do because of the safety of the current place sometimes God would allow a situation to take place or happen to push us into to a place that we're supposed to be in. And so I was sitting and I had thought about that last week. I had thought about, you know, the goodness of God and how, because I belong to him, how he make pathways for me and how he sets things straight for me. And so I I was telling him all last week, I thank you for allowing me to be who you've called and created me to be before the foundation of this world. And God, I pray that you will continue to allow me to walk in who you've called me to be. Let me be the version that you see. That's what, that's what my goal is. That's what I want to be. That's what I want to do. And so I was on the phone. I never forget. And this is how this, the thought of, of this podcast even came to play. Um, I was, I was getting ready to, um, go to the store and, um, I needed to go to the post office because I had gotten an email saying that, um, there's something in the mail for me. And so I get to, um, the post office. And of course this is like maybe, uh, uh, the week before, you know, Christmas, um, um, yeah, the, the, a couple of days before Christmas, it had to be that Wednesday or that Thursday. But anyway, so I, I go to the post office and I, when I pull up, I see all of these, um, these vehicles. And I was like, okay, first of all, I'm on my lunch break. I don't, I don't have time to, you know, be, you know, <laughs> being here forever, but I understood the time that we were, we were, we were in, um, it was holiday season. Um, and you know, everybody's trying to make sure they get their packages to where they need to be. And so I went in there. I did not complain. I said, okay, you know what? I'm gonna go, I'm just going to go ahead. I just won't eat anything on my lunch. I got a couple of snacks and stuff like that. I'll just eat something like that because I need to get this package that um, is, is, is in the, in the mail for me. And so I was like, okay, um, I'll, I'll wait in line. So I get in there and there are literally, um, I want to say probably like maybe mm, about nine about nine people in front of me. Okay. And so I'm like, okay, God, all right, let's just do it. Let's just stand in this line. My phone is charged up. I'm good with battery, you know, and all this and that. And I was on the phone talking anyway, but I couldn't really talk as much as I wanted to. So I just allowed the person that I was on the phone with to talk. And so I kid you not out of nowhere, there was this, um, this Trident gum pack that was on the floor. Listen to me, that pack of gum was not there when I, when I got in the line. I don't know if, I don't know where the gum packet came from. I have no idea. Don't know at all, but I'm sitting in line and this lady comes out from the back of the back door and she opens the door and 
Now I got, I, I went, I checked my mail and I got my mail out so that, so in the, in the mail post office, if you all don't have post office, um, they give you a yellow slip, um, and on the slip, it will let you know that you have a package that is too big to fit your current mailbox. <laughs> I need you to go with me. Okay. I need you to go with me. And so, and so I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay. I'm holding my mail and I'm holding, you know, the yellow slip. And so the lady steps out of the, come out of the door. And I'm telling you, I was not even in there five minutes. I, listen to me. I was not in that line five minutes at all. And so I'm, I'm sitting there. And so she comes out and she picks up this trident pack um, of gum. I don't know if anything was in it or what, but I remember it was a white pack. And she asked me, she said, hi. I said, hey. She said, are you here to pick up something? And I said, yes, ma'am, I am. She said, let me have the, let me have the slip. So I gave her the slip. And so she said, I'll, I'll be right back. I said, okay. So she goes to the back. She comes back out and she says, what's your last name? And I said, Burton. And she said, what's your first name? I said, I want to. She said, okay. She said, here's your package. I grabbed my package and I said, thank you so much. She said, you're welcome. It's no problem. I grabbed my stuff. And I looked at everybody in the line. And I don't know what those people were there for. That was not even my concern. But the same people that I passed on my way to the back of the line were the same people that I passed on my way out the door. And one thing, when I got outside the door, I had to stop the conversation. And I said, God just reminded me that he is breaking lines to make sure that I obtain what I need. Don't get me wrong. I want you to hear, hear, hear me, hear me. There's absolutely nothing wrong with waiting when it's your turn. Cause I, I was ready to wait for my turn, but something about that particular package, God was reminding me in that moment that some things that I have for you, you need it quicker than you you're willing to wait for it. And the fact that you are willing to wait for it lets me know that you are more than ready for what it is that I have for you. And that reminded me that I cannot miss what it is that God has for me. And I don't know what you're waiting on. I don't know what you're believing God for. But even in this moment, in this season, in this time of your life, it could be a, it could be a healing that you are needing. It could be a financial breakthrough that you're needing. It could be restoration in your marriage. It could be restoration in your friendships. It could be reconnecting with your children. I don't know what it is, but I need you to understand that God is willing to break the line for you. If you're waiting, if you're waiting, if your posture in waiting is honorable, what I mean by that is I did not go into the post office complaining because I was going to have to be in line. 
I sucked it up on the outside because I realized I'm on my lunch break. So I don't have, I don't have that much time, but in order for me to not have to come back and get this, I, I don't mind waiting. It's cool. Cause I understand that the holiday is what it is. People are in line. People had, people got there before I got there. But God favored me in that moment. He favored me in that moment and allowed me to retrieve something that I was willing to wait on. This is what I'm telling you. It's not so much as that God is don't want to give us things. It's the it's, it's, it's sometimes the way that we're waiting on him on the very thing that we asking of him. How are we waiting on it? Are we, are we, are we complaining about it? Are we upset about it? Are we fussing about it? Where's our heart posture when it concerns the things that we're believing God for? And then this alone had me to think about, you know, what I, what God has for me is for me. I will not miss what God has for me. I will not miss what belongs to me. It made me think about the life of Mephibosheth in the Bible. And this was Jonathan's crippled son. And what you've got to understand is the relationship that Jonathan and David had with each other were best of friends. And so what took place and what happened is that whenever, um, um, David took his position as King, he had to make sure that anybody that was a part of the lineage of, um, Saul, that they could not come into, um, that, that they could not come into alignment in a sense with him. Why? Because he didn't want to have to fight somebody next in line who was wanting the place that was given unto him. You, you understand what I'm saying? So throughout Mephibosheth's life, um, he was, uh, he was, he was crippled and in his crippledness, he, um, uh, he went and he hid in a space, in a place, um, that nobody knew who he was. He, he got away from everything that he knew. But when I tell you that what God has for you, you can't miss it. It doesn't matter what you do when your heart is right, when your heart is pure. The scripture says in 2 Samuel 9, I, I want to read this to you. It says, and in this, this particular scripture, it talks about um, David wanting to make sure because he had the relationship that he had with Jonathan, he wanted to make sure that every, that the people that was in Jonathan's family, that they were good, that they were covered, that they were protected. So he made sure that he sent somebody out to, to look for any, any, um, any of any family of, of Jonathan's. And so it says, um, second Samuel, the ninth chapter, and David said, is there still anyone left of the house family of Saul to whom I may show kindness for Jonathan's sake? It wasn't even about, it wasn't about Saul. It was about the connection that he had with Jonathan. You, Cause you got to also understand that Jonathan played a very vital part in David knowing some of the things that he knew when it concerned Saul, not liking him for who he was. So it took Jonathan sharing things with him that will cause his life to shift and cause him to be cautious in moments that he would have been vulnerable. You got to know who you connected to, too. 
And this next, if you don't write anything down for 2024 that you're going into, make sure you connected with the right people. You want to make sure that you're connected with people who are going to be honest with you, who are going to tell you the truth about you, who are going to love you unconditionally, who are going to make sure that they cover you. Come on, we, we, it's time out for being connected to people or being loyal to people out of the fact of, uh, 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 because you've been knowing them for a long time. Now, none of that matters. If you cannot, if listen to me. I'm not saying going around cutting folks off, but I'm saying that sometimes you can hold on to a relationship or to a connection and you trying to bring everybody over this, this, this hump with you. And God is saying, okay, well you can't go because you're trying to carry this person. I'm saying evaluate the people that you are, that are connected to you. That's all I'm saying before you gonna write anything down. To go into 2024 with, you need to write that down. Let me make sure that everybody that I'm connected to, everybody doing what God say do. We're pushing each other. We're encouraging each other. We're loving each other. And don't get me wrong. Even if, even those people that are struggling, that are having a hard time, that you're connected to, strengthen them and build them and do what need to do. But what I'm saying is, is that in this next season of your life, you don't have time to keep repeating stuff to people that don't want to go. Okay. Second Samuel, the ninth chapter. And David said, is there still anyone left of the house family of Saul to whom I may show kindness for Jonathan's sake? There was a servant of the house of Saul whose name was Ziba. So they called him to David and the king said to him, are you Ziba? He said, I am your servant. And the king said, is there no longer anyone left of the house family of Saul to whom I may show the goodness and graciousness of God? Ziba replied to King to the king, There is still a son of Jonathan, one whose feet are crippled. So the king said to him, Where is he? And Ziba replied to the king, He is in the house of Meshar, the son of Amiel in Lodabar. Then King David sent word and had him brought from the house from Lodabar. Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David and fell face down and lay himself down in respect. David said, Mephibosheth, and he answered, here's your servant. David said to him, do not be afraid, for I will certainly show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan, and will restore to you all the land of your grandfather, Saul, and you shall always eat at my table. Again, Mephibosheth lay himself face down and said, What is your servant that you would be concerned for a dead dog like me? Then the king summoned Ziba, Saul's servant, and said to him, I have given your master's grandson everything that belongs to Saul and to all his house. You and your sons and your servants shall cultivate the land for him and you shall bring in the produce so that your master's grandson may have food to eat. But Mephibosheth, your master's grandson, shall always eat at my table. Then Ziba said to the king, your servant will do according to everything that my lord, the king commands. 
So Mephibosheth ate at David's table as one of the king's son. Mephibosheth had a young son whose name was Micah. And all who lived in Ziba's house were servants to Mephibosheth. So Mephibosheth lived in Jerusalem, for he always ate at the king's table, and he was lame in both his feet. This man did not go looking for David. This man did not go looking for the blessing. If anything, he hid from it. Even in this moment, you can see that he had a hard time even accepting what David was willing to offer him. Because he understood his position and his place. But he wanted to know, why would you do this for me? Why? And I could only imagine, and it doesn't give us more details in scripture, but I can only imagine David talking to Mephibosheth and letting him know the connection and the relationship that he had, he shared with his father. And the things that his father pulled him out of. And the only thing that he could, the least that he can do was make sure that what was connected to Jonathan would be blessed. And would reap the reward. From Jonathan's, from the connection. I often think about this 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 particular man in in the Bible because he 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 was he was crippled, and that that was something that happened. In birth, you know, why he was, um, he was being cared for and, um, the maidservant that was caring for him, uh, dropped him along the way. But even in him being dropped, God still had him in mind. This is what you got to understand. He thought to himself, what did I could only imagine him saying, what can I do for you, David? What can I do for you, King David? Because obviously you see that I can't, I don't have any function in my legs, but yet you still want me to eat at your table. But one thing that I understand, I need you to go with me because I used to decorate and, and stuff like that. And I still do here and there or whatever, but I used to decorate, but there was something about a particular tablecloth that I loved and it was the tablecloth that hit the floor <laughs> I could only imagine that even whether he had tablecloths or not the fact that whenever anybody entered in the room and they saw this man eating they could not see the issue that he faced on a daily basis that means that God would allow you Oh my God, today he would allow you some type of, 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 of comfort in knowing that although I may have an issue, that does not disqualify me for the blessing that God has in store for me. That means that, that, that although I'm crippled, you can't see what my issue is. 
but I'm at the table. My God today. He waited. He waited. He actually hid. In a in the place in in in, in Lodabar, which is considered to be the most unfit place for anybody connected to a king to be. But if being there saved his life, he was willing to he was willing to be there. What am I saying to you today on this this podcast? I am telling you that what God has for you, you will not miss it. If you align yourself into the will of God, if you align yourself into the plans of God, you may have made wrong decisions. Listen, we all have. You may have um have done something outside of the ordinary. You may have gone against the will of God. You may have did, you may have done some things in your livelihood that you don't even want to tell nobody about. You don't even want to tell your spouse about, but you did it. But the relationship and the connection that you have with God will solidify some things and allow God to say, you know what? Now you are ready for the thing that I promised and declared over your life. I promise you, I will not miss the things that God has for me. Mm-mm. I belong to him. So I'm constantly reminded, not that I am better than anybody. Hear my heart. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that there's a standard that he requires that I live to. I live up to because I belong to him. And the fact that this man was in Lodabar says to God that you're willing to be in a place, a desolate place. To just live. You ain't trying to, you ain't trying to have no name. You ain't going around telling everybody who you are. You know how you have some people that, you know, they'll tell everybody, you know, who they connected to and all these different things. That's good and that's fine. But let me tell you something. When you belong to God, only, only, only name that you can brag on that's going to get, get everybody excited. And it may make some, some people mad. Talk about God. Talk about your relationship with him. Talk about, talk about how Holy Spirit wakes you up and do all of these different things. Just, just go down that line. They're going to either get sick of you and they will get tired of your God or they're going to understand, you know what? You're right. Because, honey, we some kin. Because I know them too. (sighs) I don't ever get tired of talking about it. (sighs) I don't. I don't. Everything that I have, I have it because of him. Where I am right now, I'm there because of him and his love for me and my yes to him. It was at that post office that God reminded me that I'll break the line for you. If you are willing to wait in a posture that is meaningful, that shows that you've grown, that shows maturity, I'll break the line for you. Because the things that I have for you 
your eyes have not seen them are water. And your ears have not heard. But because you are willing to wait patiently. That means that I can give it to you and trust that you will not make what I give you a God. So when I got my package and I got in the car, I stopped the conversation. And I was saying on the phone, I said, can I just tell you what God did? And it was in a full blown conversation. Listen to yourself. I stopped him. It's moments like that where God sends reminders to me. That being connected to him is not in vain. The things I've endured in my life has not been in vain. And that he loves me enough to break the line for me. I wanted to encourage you today on this podcast to let you know that what is for you, you won't miss it. As long as you align yourself to the will of God, you will not miss it. Anything that has left, anybody that has left my life, can't say anything about it and I'm not telling you that it won't hurt but I'm telling you that your eyes have not seen and your ears have not heard the things that God has in store for you there's no sickness that you can have right now that God not have a healing for There's no chaos that you have endured that God will not provide peace for. All I'm saying is in this moment, in this season, in this day of your life, align yourself to the will of God. And when you align yourself to the will of God, that means be as honest as you can be. Be as pure before him as you possibly can. He sees your heart anyway. So it makes it so much easy and so much uh, relatable and so much um, welcoming when you can be open and honest before God about where you are. I don't want to miss it. And I don't want you to miss what God has for you. Align yourself to his will. And you will be able to understand and see that you will not miss what is rightfully yours.